0: Top top of the morning to you. This is Fabulous Frida. Are, Frida, are you tuned in? It's Fabulous Family and Fabulous Friends. You know, I was sitting yesterday and I thought about that. I said, you know what? I'm going to add that to my podcast. Hello, family, Fabulous Family and Fabulous Friends. There's some whole lot of tongue twisters, right? Fabulous Frida, talking to the Fabulous family and Fabulous friends. Hello. How are you? I tell you, I'm so excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Listen, God woke me up about a couple of hours ago, and so I can honestly say to you, it's almost 3 a.m. in my demographic location, and sometimes I need to include the time frame that God has me up awakened and what he has me engaged in doing so you will know that when it comes to my relationship with God, there is no specific time or meter when God will minister to you. Sometimes God will minister to you in the middle of the night even though everything is all right. Hello. And that's how it was when he awakened me, about 1.30ish. But you know, I kind of went to bed early. So early to bed, early to rise. You know, that's, you know the rest of it, you know. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Being healthy, wealthy and wise. You know, I want to talk to you about preparing to embrace the season. Preparing to embrace the season. Not just because there's a rise in the COVID, so people need to probably go out and stock up on bleach and buy some mask and make some other arrangements and stuff to try to eliminate their engaging and disengaging at certain places. I had to cancel a place yesterday that I was uh, scheduled to go to between today and tomorrow, and I had to let them know, you know, right now with the rise of the COVID, the and the cold and the flu, I, I, you know, because it's not not something necessary. Let me let me temporarily suspend these uh these this, these these things I have scheduled because I don't need to come in order to get some results of what I'm looking for. I just have to do it solo. So you know what, for right now, just let me just back back. And I try my best to go to places When I say off-peak time of the day, mean when people, the working people early in the morning, I let the working people be out there. And then I wait till after they go back from lunch or I wait till in the evening to after good and after they get off. But this is the thing. I mostly go early in the morning or wait till after they go to lunch. Very seldom I wait till after they get off and get in because that would be like 7 or 8. But this is the thing. I try to stay out their way out of respect for hospitality. And that's another thing I want to share with you. So when you prepare to embrace the season, you want to practice hospitality from your heart. You know what that means? You know what it feel like when you go visit somebody and they just spread out the hospitality. They give you a place to stay and you don't pay. Hello. They feed you and you don't provide no finances. Hello. That's hospitality. I'm just saying. When people feed you without you giving out some finances and when when people house you and they let you stay. Even though you don't pay the state like at a hotel, that's hospitality. And so this is the season where the word of the Lord is encouraging me to encouraging others to dive deeper into the word and practice hospitality from the heart. You know, I know the world in itself, it appears we are all going to not escape difficult times, but even in difficult times, we can always keep our hope. We can always keep our faith. We can always, always, always move one step closer to Christ. I'm just saying. But I want to share with you because when the Spirit of the Lord awakened me, I know it probably was subconscious thoughts because of several conversations I had yesterday. And in the course of those conversations, it's amazing how God will allow people you know, to be on one accord. And on that one accord, you know, each we talked about how important it was for us to follow instructions when we were kids and how that made such a landmark difference in our lives. How God continued to bless our lives because we didn't always follow all instructions, but we followed the primary instructions and we didn't do them because we thought our parents was right or our guardians was right or our grandparents was right. We did it as an obedience. And so we talked about how we would humble ourselves and they would always be well, actually we, some, one of them we start talking about from Michael Jackson how he went through even though he missed all his childhood but he listened to his daddy even though he, he said he forgave his daddy but his daddy never offered an apology to him and so one of the conversations I was saying you know it's amazing how we grew up in a time that grown people were never wrong. If you if you just listen to them, even if you thought they was wrong, you, you just still went along with what they said. And this is what we was talking about. We believe that opened doors to bless our lives because we was just, you know, every one of us out of the several people I talked to was saying how following instructions of our elders really opened doors and blessed our lives. And I think it's so important when people understand that, you know, you can you can act up and act out because you've grown enough to do that. But most importantly, and one of the persons was saying they had even just recently shared that with one of their own children, you know, but how important it is. Because one thing about any parent that's a loving parent, and I believe all they're not going to tell you something that's going to hurt your life. If they tell you something, even if you don't like it, it's to help you and to help your life. And so me and those other grown-ups, when we engaged in our separate conversations, we were all on that one accord to acknowledge that. You know, and I, of course, was sharing how some of the things that because the, the one person asked me about walking in that wisdom, authority that I, I walk in. And I said, well, you know what? Because a lot of it was what well, two people mentioned it. I said, because I obeyed a lot of things my grandmother said. I said, and it's amazing now the stuff that I didn't do. I had to give an account for it. But the things that I did do. Which, which I believe matters most to her, was take the word of God. Take this word of God and dive deeper in the word. That's one of the things I witnessed. my grandmother would always do. I saw her read her word. It was like daily sitting on that table. And she would call us, me or my Auntie Eileen, for to bring her a glass of water. But no matter what, I saw her read her daily word. She never allowed her life to get so busy that she didn't make time. I'm not talking about a Bible app because we didn't have no cell phones. This back in the in the 60s and the 70s, you know. We didn't have all the convenience that people have now. Most people just went straight to their Bible and they dive deeper into that word. And let me tell you something. When you do that. It helps you live a life to the fullest. It helps you because it gives you that hope, even in difficult times. And that's why I think a lot of times people just fall apart, even in difficult times. You know, I'm led to, to share with you from Proverbs, some information. And one of the things, like I said, when the Spirit of the Lord awakened me, He kept bringing this scripture to me. Proverbs 15 and 5 which says a fool despises his father's instructions but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Now when you look up that word prudent it's going to let you know that generally prudent means to be diligent to be Showing care and thought. When you're prudent about something, you care about your thoughts, even. The way you think things. And you're going to care about the way you treat people. What is that? That's when you practice hospitality from the heart. When you look at what it means to be prudent, you are marked as wise. And you know how to manage Your practical affairs. You know how to operate in caution. Discretion. You're not trying to tell everything. And I know that's one of the lessons I had to learn. How to be discreet. You want to be practical in your affairs. You want to be cautious. You know, so those are some words and examples Of prudent, you want to be wise in making your decision. You don't, and wise people, they don't make hasty decisions. Before they make hasty decisions, they will first just get quiet and listen, and then they'll ponder and pray things in their heart. And that's why oftentimes, a lot of time, people don't know how to take me. Because a lot of time I hear people over and over and over and over and over and over and over in their error and their fault before I'm just pushed and prompt to just say something. Because I be hoping and praying I can give them examples. I can give them testimonies. They're getting in there, grabbing. But after so often, when you gave out enough testimonies, when you done told them enough testimonies and stories and broke it down and broke it up and made suggestions and they still ain't got it. Sometimes you just got a flat foot, just tell folks. I'm just saying. And even then, They'll come back with a hostility instead of a hospitality. Hello. But that's what I wanted to share with you. And now the next thing I want to share with you. So you can mark that scripture, Proverbs 15 and 5, because that's the scripture that the Lord woke me up with. And I said, God, I don't ever want to be a fool. And this is the thing about following instructions. Sometimes we shouldn't be picking and choosing who we feel can teach us instructions. You know, oftentimes we're used to people do it as our parents. But sometimes, it, it, you know, why is not indicative to a person's age, a person's career status, a person's culture, a person's cash? When you operate in wisdom, you become prudent. And when you become prudent... A lot of things that a lot of people do, listen to me. They can't make it make sense because it don't match. You you, you can't be wise and foolish at the same time. You can't be well and and then sick with a cold at the same time. If you got a cold, you sick. If you don't have a cold, you well. I'm just saying. You gotta make it match and make it make sense. So when people fall in the category of foolishness, like the scripture talks about, then that means they're not wise. And and the worst thing I believe that anybody can get caught up in doing is listening to foolish counsel. Oh, God help me today. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You know what? I love the book of Proverbs. In itself, and I'm gonna tell you why I love the book of Proverbs because Proverbs have some key words, wisdom. Proverbs is one of the few biblical books that clearly spells out its purpose. That's why I encourage a lot of people to start there Because look, it gives you plain as day. If you can't comprehend what Proverbs is saying, you're going to be challenged with the rest of studying the Bible. Proverbs is making real plain. It just tells you. It tells you a purpose with a statement. That's why it's called a Proverbs. It comes in twofold discernment, and discretion. You're going to have to use them in order to operate from a proverbial place in your life. If you walking around and you're not practicing what Proverbs say, listen, listen, then that means you in the land of Lonabar. Hello? Y'all know what that means? The land of Lonabar. Lonabar was a place where there was always lack and limitations. I'm just saying and people who would move there had to be a fool because they let you know. See, even in your decisions, it's some places that you just shouldn't want to live. I'm just saying. I'm just saying hello because even in your demographic location, makes a difference. People who moved to Lonabore, listen to me, Lonabore couldn't even grow crops. They couldn't grow harvest. The ground wasn't fertile. The ground and the land was dry. So what that means, people was living there and famishing. They couldn't grow no food. They couldn't survive there. Oh God help me today. And so when you live in a lack and limitation place, you got the, you got got you got the ability to make a move if you choose. Because the same God, whatever people see, people get in their fear and their phobia. And they'll lock God to where they choose to live. But God is everywhere. So wherever you go, trust me, he's there. Hello. If you make your bed in hell, the Bible says, "Lo, he's there. So wherever you choose to go, God is there. But some people choose to live in loner Bar. And I'm just saying, not just naturally living in a place where they're stuck and stagnated, but I'm saying emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Some people inward being, the innermost part of their being, is just like Lona You can't teach them anything. They don't want to follow instructions that's going to make them be a better person. Oh, God help me today. And all you're hoping and praying is that they operate. And a discernment of discretion to be wise. You know why a lot of folks, I believe, fall out with folks and and feel shame because they share too much. And too many people listen. or God pulled the cover off, cause see, sometimes people don't share stuff, but God, a script, pull the covers off, and I'm just saying, and let them be exposed and see you see them for what they're doing. But that's because the other part of Proverbs that it teaches us. Proverbs teaches us to develop mental clarity and perception. And so when we look at the word wisdom and instructions, it's a complement each to each other. Wisdom and instructions. The wisest people don't mind following instructions. I'm just saying, hello. This is what the conversation was about yesterday that I had with multiple people, but we all was in the same arena. Y'all know what that means. When you're in the same arena, then you at the same side show. Hello. And so we all in the same arena and we're talking about how wisdom was established, but all of us agreed it came with following instructions. The instructions is what gave us the skills to become more disciplined in the things that we achieved and how we move forward in this achievement. And so we was talking about many things. And and see, let me tell y'all something. Even from being a teenager, there was always many fundamental skills that the Holy Spirit had already taught me. But what came to the place to solidify them was the wisdom. And that's when the word of the Lord let me know that all good gifts came from God. And he added no sorrow. Not all gifts. Because some people will give you gifts, but they ain't good gifts. I'm just saying, hello. So when we look at Proverbs, it, it's, it's, it's they give you little short phrases. They Some of them be brief. Some of them be a little long. But you know what? They always make a lot of sense if you sit down and you really look at them. And see how they relate to practical righteousness and moral conduct and character, and that's why I think so many times I would go to the Book of Proverbs. Proverbs have always been this unique book to me, and it's it, it, it's like uh, like a poem. You know how when you, and I like poetry. And so when you in like literature and, 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 and even some English classes, I think they, they covered a little bit of literature, but it was like the poetry. And so when Solomon, he's the author, thank you, Holy Spirit. Solomon is the author. Uh, the primary author, let me put it that way, because sometimes we we don't we don't do our study and we don't know the tr- true origin. Just like in the book of Psalms, people think that it's David wrote, but it's so many other authors in the book of psalms listen to me all of them in david i just discovered even tonight i was sitting here studying because i've been at the table listen to me i've been at the table since 1 30 with with my tools and so i got two bibles i got my steady bible and i got my large print bible and i got some other little tools you know i got my bible uh, uh, a Word for the day And I got a couple of prayers So I'm sitting at the table And I've been sitting here with my tools since about 1.30 As I mentioned earlier But this is the thing It took God To take me into Restoring my spirit To steady See God will restore your soul Let me tell you something He'll take you to steady stuff You done steady it over and over again And what ends up happening with the book of Proverbs, let me tell you what I like about it. It gives you revelation. It gives you interpretation. And it gives you illumination. What does that mean? That means when I study the book of Proverbs, and I'm not talking about read it, I study. Like I look up words like the word prudent, what that means. Because I don't know what it means in the top of my head. So I want to make sure that I look at that word and see what it actually means and I look up words what does they mean biblically? Cuz sometimes what they mean based on Webster definition is completely different than the Bible definition. So in my in my in my summary of the entire book of Proverbs, it gives you revelation. That means when you read it You're going to grab something from it to make you ponder and pray over it. And then after you get a revelation of it, then it's going to give you the next step is interpretation. How do you interpret it? Where you place it in your personal life. See, this is the way I studied the Bible. Everything about studying this Bible is first how to place it in my personal life. Hello. And so oftentimes people think that the word is always for somebody else. But I feel that if you don't feed yourself first, then you don't go out and feed other people while you hungry and make it match and make it make sense. All why are you thirsty? But Because but, you need to survive just like you trying to help other people to survive. And so the word is a survival tool. The word is a hope for difficult times. The word is, 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 is life to the fullest. The word is available for us to practice hospitality from our heart. The word is available to move one step closer to Christ and get to know God by his word. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So when we look at the provisional Proverbs, They are provisions. And so once we get that interpretation, then what happens, God will bring a situation or a circumstance to illuminate what we, he has revealed and what we have interpreted. And he'll let you see if you a fool. Hello? Because he'll make sure that you start feeling that, that that what you acted up and acted out about, you gonna feel it. You gonna feel it. And it's gonna make you feel some type of way when you've been an act of fool. I'm just saying, hello? So then when you keep going in life, and this some of the things we were sharing yesterday on the phone how you don't want to keep making them same mistakes you know when you 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 get to that pivotal point when you i say every decade you know every decade it should be an adjustment for change you should have much better sense than you had in your 20s when you get to your 30s and your 30s and your 40s and your 40s to your 50s you know what i'm saying it's gonna come a point and place where you want to get away from the foolishness because the foolishness only concerns itself with the cares of the world. The foolishness will make people act up and act out because it's not concerned about your Christ relationship. Because when people get concerned about their Christ relationship, let me tell you what it'll do. It will bring you to a place and a path of wisdom. And it will keep, it will make you, listen to me, you got to grab this. It will make you begin to be in pursuit of purpose in order to achieve listen to me it's not to achieve nothing no 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 salutations from people but it's in order to achieve a success that pleases god this is when you start reaching that real maturity when you know that your achievement and success is to first and foremost please Now, I know society going to teach you your success is going to come in a different type of form and format. But I'm going to tell you, when you find people that are peaceful and they know how to let peace be still and they know how to when people act up and act out they don't got to get on their hello phone and make no announcement to the world of whatever occurred every time something occurred they know how to hold it and fold it they know when to walk away and that's what wisdom do wisdom will teach you how to reject invitations of things that ain't right it will reject invitations when people get foolish it'll reject invitations when people not seeking wisdom it will reject reject invitations of crime and crooks and criminals. I'm just saying, wisdom will take you to a level to discipline you, and it's going to provide you with a safety as well as a freedom. And that's why in this year of 2024, you must understand how important it is to prepare to embrace the season. Whatever we're going through in this in this new wave of, 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 of things that are coming to people's bodies, In this new wave of different people that are migrating with different barriers of language and culture. Listen, it's so many things that we need to prepare and practice hospitality in our heart for. And we can't do it if we too busy being caught up in being foolish instead of wise. Oh God, help me today. I just keep hearing about this word foolish. But in the Proverbs of Solomon, listen to me. It's helpful to study the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, to me, always give a contrast of the right and the wrong. And and, and listen to me. In everything about the proverbs of Solomon, it has been a blessing. And it has also been a pin, like a thorn in your side. Because one thing about Proverbs, it's just going to tell you about yourself. And if a person don't like being told the truth, they probably going to like Proverbs. See, proverb is for people who are ready to move to the next level of wisdom. And not just in order to read it. But in order to obey it. So when you look at verse 9, I mean chapter 9 in Proverbs. Let's look at, no, I want to, I'm sorry. Thank you. The Holy Spirit said go to chapter 5. So let me go to chapter 5. I got my Bible on chapter 9. That's what I was reading. But the Holy Spirit just let me go to chapter 3 and chapter 5. So the first one I want to say, chapter three, it say, my son, forget not my law, but let your heart, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. See how the Holy Spirit do? I'm just talking about let your heart practice hospitality. So it said, but keep, let your heart keep my commandments and it will give you long days and long life and it'll give you peace. And that peace shall be added to you. It said, let not mercy and truth forsake you. You need to bind them around your neck. What does that mean? And write them up on the table of your heart. So here we look at mercy and truth. If you walking around and the truth is, you don't have no mercy for the truth. If you fall out with folks for the truth. Then you don't have no mercy. And and the Bible instructs us in Proverbs that they should be around your neck. And whatever is around your neck, it's a display that anybody can see. Unless you close up your shirt all the way to your neck. So this is something you should be displaying. Mercy and truth. And at verse 4, it says, so shall you find favor. And good understanding in the sight of God and man. And a lot of times people, when they don't find favor in the sight of God and man, it's because mercy and truth don't follow them. Surely goodness and mercy, you want to follow you. It says, in all thy ways, acknowledge God. No, no, no. Let me back it up. The most important one. In verse 5, chapter 3. The most important scripture, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. Verse 6, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Verse number 7, it said, be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil and it shall be healthful. Unto your navel and marrow to your bones. Now, some people, listen to me. I'm telling you. If you're going through things in your navel, which is attached to your umbilical cord, to your stomach. It's attached to your stomach muscles. It's just giving you instructions on how to be healed. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God and let God direct your path. It said, be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. This is how it just put an attachment to a healing. This is how I I, I do when I study the Bible. So you just found out how to heal your stomach. What did it say? And how to heal your bones. If you got aching bones... And you got stomach issues. It said, Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear God and depart from evil. It says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all that. Oh my God. Oh, I felt something. The podcast I did right before this one last night, I talked about first fruits. I talked about, now look how God brought it right back to me again in the book of Proverbs. Now, listen. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with thy first fruit of all thy increase. And then it gives another promise. It says, so shall your barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Listen, you can't go wrong what I'm saying when you study the book of Proverbs. It gives you instructions and then it gives you promises. Oh, it gives you instructions and it gives you promises for following those instructions. It's just like productive produce. Y'all ever heard of productive produce? When you plant something, when you want to harvest, you should never plant your seeds anywhere where it's going to bring harvest. That's like the land of Lonabar. I'm just saying. I got to repeat that because people don't understand. Google search Lonabar in the Bible and see how hard it was for people to survive there. And when people don't want to follow the instructions of the Bible, When they get caught up in their own head knowledge, when they're not happy, when they're not healthy, they need to look to the hills from which cometh they help in order to live life to the fullest. If you keep reading in chapter 3, it'll let you know happy is the person that finds wisdom and the person that gathereth understanding. And above all, you'll get and get understanding when you walk away from stuff. That's why I can't stand people no more that hang up their phones. Because you know what all that says to me? You left with that understanding. You didn't receive understanding, and you didn't try to get understanding or give understanding. You just want to blurt out what you blurt out, and folks hang up on their phone. That that conversation don't lead with no understanding. And so the Bible says that that person is not wise. I'm just saying. Because it don't take all that to me. You can be wise and definitely get understanding. It says that, that that despise not the chastising of the Lord. Neither be weary of his correction. If you fall out with folks for correction, listen to me. Then the Bible says, them folks be Foolish. I'm just telling you what the scripture says. It said, for the Lord loveth, who the Lord loveth, he corrected, even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. So what does that mean? People going to correct you if the father supposed to correct their children. I'm just saying. The father from heaven and on earth. You're supposed to be able to pass that correction. That's why I don't like a, a disrespectful child. Because that means that child don't respect correction. I don't care who child it is. That's why some of this stuff, people ask my advice about children. I'm telling you, I say I can't speak to you from experience. Because my children, my children that I raised, they weren't disobedient like that. They, they didn't talk back and talk out. Now, they grown now, but I'm just saying. But a lot of times, people don't understand. It is That's what blesses people's lives. It's not so much as who raised them and who didn't. Because my mama didn't raise me. But I am tremendously blessed. But you know why that is? That's because I wasn't a, a rude and disrespectful child. And I'm still not. I'm good and grown. I'm in my 60s. And my mama's still living. She in her 80s. But I'm still not going to be rude and disrespectful. She can't never tell you. I, I cussed her out and hung up my telephone. And hung up in her ear. If she tell you that, she tell telling a lot. Cause I ain't never did that. Even when, even back in my younger days, when I was walking in a lot of anger, it's just certain things that certain people just learn not to do. And when you don't, when you learn not to do them, I'm back to what we talked about yesterday. You know, it. These are the things that keep blessings flowing in your life. It's not because you can't do them. It's not because you don't be grown enough that you can't do it. It's just that you just mature enough and wise enough to understand that's not how you supposed to do and if you walk in wisdom. And and so you got to understand there's a chastising, there's a correction, and God gives it. And so does God gives that authority to those who raise you. And whether or not sometimes I don't always agree with some of the things, you know, my mother do us say, but it's not my place. To just cuss her out and hang up on her, I'm just saying that's 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 definitely out of the will of God. But you know what? I've heard that it has occurred, but it wasn't by me. And so when I listen and look at things, you know, all that just lets me know is that it's a sadness. It's a sadness. Now when you look at Verse number 13 in chapter 3, it says happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. And I think that's why because a lot of time, y'all I'm telling you, I, I am gonna do this and I think I'm gonna do it on YouTube. Yesterday I was I was going through some things and I got a container right. And in that container, I have all. When I say I got a container of cards down through the years that people have given me, mailed to me, sent to me. And I just stood there and I just read some of the wonderful words from those cards. And you know, I was just thinking in life, how happy. You know, I've had people to just say, even in their cars, you know, and people who have texted me even recently and said, when I think about you, I laugh. You know, you bring a joy, you bring a joy, you bring a joy. Oh, what a joy and an excitement it is. And so when you got people to pour that back into you because they see that you are a happy person. So I'm happy because I found wisdom and 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 the man that get it understanding and when you get understanding and you get wisdom guess what it makes you happy it said for the merchandise of wisdom and understanding is better than the merchandise of silver and any fine gold. And that's what I am in life. It's not about people money. It's not what people think. They they, they, they they think they hurt you when they choose to give or don't give. I'm just happy. And I've been happy for a long time. And I'm just thank God that I am happy. And I know a lot of my happiness is because of what Proverbs say. Because I don't have a problem letting wise people give me wise counsel. Hello. <laughs> I don't have a problem with getting understanding before I just slam my phone up in somebody's ear. You know, I'm just saying, I want to at least talk and find out, well, why do you feel that way? Or why do you say that? Or what make you think that way? See, that's where you come in with wisdom to get understanding. And I've heard people say, I've heard people say, oh, I didn't want I just hung up. And it's like, you think that's cute? All that shows me is that you don't have the biblical patience to be able to get some understanding. That's where you get wisdom and say, well, oh, okay, well, you said, and people are entitled to their free will opinion. But I don't think nobody should ever need to end a conversation with a dial tone. Unless the person that's shouting at you. And I've had people to shout at me and I still don't hang up on them. I'm just saying because I just listen to them act like a lunatic. And then when they finish looking, ticking out, you know, I guess when they finish ticking out, then they they, they, they put down the phone. And I have, I have been one of them people that they'll call back and I answer again, but not in 2024. Now, God have given me, this is the year of release. And God had released me. He said, well, when people get that rude Africa and they've been that way for several times, you don't have to keep putting up with that. You don't have to take that. It don't matter who it is, how long it's been or whatever long it take. Sometimes people go too far. And they can say what they say, but every ber- person in this life, it goes through. There's a time and season for everything under the sun. That's why when you have people with a heart of hospitality, you need to always be mindful how you treat them. You need to always be mindful how you treat them. Let me repeat that. When you meet people with a heart of hospitality, you should always be mindful how you treat them. Because when you mistreat people, when they've given you hospitality when they've moved you steps closer to christ listen to me if you don't treat them right i'm just saying god is severing a lot of relationships and he started doing it near the end of 2023 and that's why i've been trying to encourage people if you got people on your pathway you need to be able to take some things when people especially give you correction. And correction is not conformed to an age. Correction is about a maturity. When people are wise enough that they can give you insight and instructions of what they have discerned and what they know to be true through trials and error and revelatory interpretations and illumination. And you got a lot of people, instead of them embracing those who practice healthy hospitality from their heart, a lot of people have elected to just stay stuck and stay distant, And it's okay. Because let me tell you something. When you operate in the path of wisdom, you just going to stay focused on your wisdom. And you're going to attend to the words of God. And you're going to incline your ear to God's saying. And you will not let them words depart from your eyes. And you will keep them in the midst of your heart. And they will become life. They will become life. They will become life unto those who find them and health to all of their flesh. And God will give you the strength to keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are your issues of life. And God will let you put away your forward mouth and perverse lips. And you will look right unto God. And look straight. And you will ponder the path of your feet. What does that mean? Y'all see that word? Y'all know I use that word a lot, ponder. That means you won't be going in and everywhere. You'll be careful to where you even go. You will let God establish all your ways. Just like I said, I call and cancel that thing. I had to ponder my path. And you will turn not to the right hand nor to the left. When it comes time to remove your feet from evil, you won't be undecisive you would just go ahead and choose the right thing to do because it's the right thing to do. And I just wanted to drop that because as the Lord had me awakened and he was kept dealing with me on how a foolish person despised instructions. Some people you just can't tell what's best for them. And I found to be okay with that, you know. Sometimes you try to tell people what's best for them because it is best for them, especially when they have problematic periods in relationships. Sometimes you just try to tell people how to make, help them have better relationships with people. But they, just because they don't choose to embrace it, guess what? That ain't on you. You got to get to a place now where it needs to be more about preparing to embrace the season. When you spend time preparing, and that was some of the things I did yesterday, then you'll start practicing the hospitality from your heart. And you'll be thankful and grateful. Listen, I want to share this with you real quick, and then I'm going to put a pin in the podcast. When I was going through some things yesterday, I was going through some of my books and some of my notes. I found this little book. And this little book... Is actually it's something I had for years, and I mean years, probably about 30 years, from Kenneth Hagin. Because that's when I used to listen to Kenneth Hagin, about 30 years ago. And it's a little, it's a little purse-sized book. How, how you can know the will of God. How do you, how can you know the will of God? But anyway, I, I had this little book. And, um, uh, now this Kenneth Hagen. Y'all might not know him. H-A-G-I-N. You can Google search it. This January the 14th, 2012, I wrote in the front of this little book, As I sit at Turner Park in Cordill, Georgia, I am reflecting on many things I am thankful for. To have life, health, and strength, and a sound mind. Period. Transportation, friends, family. All my children and grandchildren, that they have shelter from the rain, the heat, and cold. That they have life, health, and strength. I have eyes to see, I have legs to walk, both arms and hands to write. Ears to hear, a grateful heart to feel a right spirit. God, I thank you for all the many blessings you have let me receive in this life. God, you have blessed me to have. Even though at this point I have no place to live and no money to pay my bills, Or I have no place of knowing what I will have or sleep tomorrow. All I do know is that I know Christ. And Christ is more of a blessing than all I don't have. Amen. And I wrote this January the 14th. 2012. And after that, I wrote, and I guess this scripture was to encourage me, birds have nests and foxes have holes, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay His head, and neither do I. But I will trust in the Lord and do good as long as He let me. And I distinctly remember sitting in that park as I reflected yesterday when I saw this written in the front of this little book and I have looked around and see how far God has brought me since then you know and this is why I live in the expectation of faith allowing God to be God and know that God will supply our needs according to his riches and glory And I said to myself, because I did read this to somebody I was on the phone with yesterday, and I said, you know what, it's amazing, I wrote this January the 14th, I said, it's almost January the 14th again, I said, but I wrote this in 2012, and it is now 2024, so you know me, it was a significance for God to just make that. I said that's almost 12 years ago in a, in a day or two. That'll be 12 years. So then it was 2012 almost 12 years and then it it became profound in january the 14th so you know i gotta do my little research on that and see what the holy spirit is saying to me concerning that for me to just come across this and you know how many books and stuff that i have but for this to come before my eyes i take it not you know i take it not to to not mean something and so, I'm just thinking about this. And so, I bought this. Actually, now I'm looking at it. I bought this from the Macon Christian Bookstore, May the 15th. This is on the back of the book. Uh, May the 15th in 1998. So, now that's another thing for me to to me. I actually bought this. I paid $2.95 for the book. <laughs> you know, so I'm like... <laughs> What well, they say $2? $2, yeah, $2.95 from this book, from the Christian bookstore. And it's like, you know, it's just a little bitty, little bitty tiny book that you can put it in your pocket. Actually, it'll fit in your back pocket. But the thing is, it's amazing how God will bring confirmation full circle. Back to the same thing I said about Proverbs. How God will bring revelation interpretation and illumination and confirmation all back in the same circle. And this is when I get excited because you know what that tells me? That God lets me know that's his way of confirming our freedom. No matter what nobody else say, think, or say or believe, you on the right road. And when God gives me revelation to let me know through confirmation, you're on the right road. I don't got time to sit around and worry about what somebody else think and feel. I'm so blessed to be in a condition that I'm in now compared to then. I didn't have nowhere to lay my head or no money to pay a bill or even a place for some bills to accumulate. So when I look back over my life, I don't have time to sit around. Oh, God, help me today. And worry about what somebody said and what they didn't say and who gives a rat But what they care. Because all I know is how I can know the will of God. And as long as I keep walking in the will of God, let me tell you what he keep doing. He keep giving me a peace that surpasses all understanding. To help keep my heart and mind. Through Christ Jesus. And he continues to pour in me. Pour in me. How to practice. Having a hospitality. That comes from my heart. I don't have it in my heart. To try to mistreat nobody. Because of nothing. And nothing and nothing. That was said. Because when I look back. At what God has brought me from. In the last 12 years. You think I'm finna sit down and fret about getting stuck in my feelings of a bitterness? Even then, when I wrote in this book, What did I say? Even without all that, I prayed good prayers and set up for my children, my grandchildren. And I was thankful for what I did have. And the most important thing was Christ. Even sitting in a place with not a place to call my own. And no income. Y'all don't know what it's like with no income. And let me tell you, during that time, not only I didn't have no income, no food stamps, no none of that. Because I didn't know you could get food stamps if you didn't have children. I remember in 2012 when God took me through that wilderness journey. And trust me, it was a wilderness journey. But even in that, God always touched people's hearts. And that's what I'm saying. When I was reading them cards, cards yesterday, God always touched people's hearts to truly be a blessing to my life. He did. There were some people that really was a blessing for me. to. I just walked in faith every day. Every day. God allowed. And let me tell you, that wasn't no short journey. I went through that journey for almost a year of lack and limitations. Well, it might've been a little more than a year. It might've been three years. I didn't have no, sh- I, well, it was, I think from twenty, from 2014 to 2017. Yep. Maybe I got I got started getting a little income near the end of 2016 because I started sitting with an old lady. But before that, I I didn't. So when I thank God for stuff and I don't have time to harbor, harbor, hold, and hate, y'all don't understand. When I say what I mean, I ain't mad at nobody. I mean that from the bottom of my heart because I'm so grateful and thankful, even in that situation. But I'm so grateful and thankful for what God has brought me from since then. Whoa, what? It's such a blessing. Why would I sit down and hold and harbor anything? And I believe that's what opened the doors for me. Because I didn't do it when I had lack and limitation. I felt like I was living in Lona Bar. But I was still grateful and I was still thankful. And I wasn't mistreating people. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the worst thing people can do. And when you're facing when you're facing difficult times and you need hope, that's the best time to be kind. I'm just saying, in my opinion. When you got folks that, that's nasty and, and rude and and, and and go through all them them clapbacks and, and and clap ups and hang-ups and hold ups. And I think that's what holds people's lives back. But I believe everything is about testing time in certain seasons. And when I went through what I was going through, then that was a testing time. And as I passed the test and I let God see that I'm not going to get in my feelings and act out and be a mess, God continued to bless. And when I tell you, once he poured that seed and continued to bless, he just continued to bless. Blessings just continued to flow and flow and grow and grow. If y'all got that. When your blessings continue to flow and flow and grow and grow. Listen, that's a good thing. And you don't want to ever do anything to jeopardize that. And that's why I have to keep my heart of hospitality in a healthy place. Because I don't want to jeopardize my blessings by having bitterness in my heart. And y'all know that's my landmark message for 2024. Let go of all bitterness, clamor, anger, and malice from your heart. Ask God to help give you a heart of of hospitality. Look up the word hospitality. See what it means. And ask God to give you that heart. And on that note, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. I'm led to close out on this podcast with a short prayer. And I want to say the Lord's Prayer. And if you know the Lord's Prayer, please repeat it along with me. I know God is gonna move from this, from these words, you're gonna put out in the atmosphere. And He's gonna help with your bitter heart. It says, Our Father. Y'all ready? Okay, let's go. Our Father. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God bless. And may you have a beautiful, blessed day. And God, order your steps along your way. Bye for now.